Hey everybody, Bob WP here. Episode 61. I am back by myself. Well, not by myself, literally, but no co-hosts. It's National Give Your Co-host Day Off. I actually made up that holiday. It doesn't exist, but I've started it today, so now my co-host can remember that. We are here with a great guest. I mean, this is a little bit of a different angle on how we normally talk about WooCommerce. We'll be getting into that in a minute. Before I do, I want to just thank my sponsors real quick, uh, Mode Effect, uh, your WooCommerce partner to help you with your site optimization and speed, resulting in increased profits. You got to check them out. Cody over at his agency, do great work, recapture.io, an abandoned cart and email marketing solution. Uh, you know, you know abandoned carts, you got to take care of that stuff. And of course, WooCommerce, our community sponsor, uh, just a reminder, 4.3 Release Candidate 2 came out, and on July 7th, the release will be out. So make, you know, I'm assuming you are all got everything set by now, but just in case you don't, just a friendly little reminder. Well, let's get into the show. Today, I have a special guest, Mary Baum. Hey, Mary, welcome to the show. How are you? Good. How are you? I am doing excellent, and I'm I'm looking forward to this. And just to give a little preface to this, Mary and I talked a while back about having her on the show, and she's she does a lot in the WordPress space, which we'll touch on as well. But as far as WooCommerce, she's gotten into it. She wants to get into it more. So I thought it would be great to take that perspective. And somebody that isn't immersed in it so much for years and years, get a little bit of feedback, uh, insights from her on WooCommerce, and then just how it connects with all the other dots. But before we do that, why don't you give, I know you have a, your hands in a lot of stuff, and why don't you give kind of a brief what you do right now, what keeps you busy, and how does WooCommerce play into that at all? Well, a lot of what keeps me busy these days is uh, the WordPress core team. And then WooCommerce is almost like my side gig. I'm, I've been, got into uh, product design a bit. So I'm playing around with a couple of integrations with WooCommerce, Printful and Printify. And I'm designing because the basics were that I wasn't really finding the stuff I wanted to wear for tennis. And then I also was just from an aesthetic point of view, uh, in, interested in exploring surface pattern design. Um, I also have some patterns on some hosted solutions from spoon flower for fabric to uh, some of the other, um, you know, hosted places like Redbubble and Society6. And have started also doing some wall art with uh, some of my photography. I shoot three things, basically, landscapes, uh, macro flora, you know, flowers and leaves and stuff. And I shoot tennis, um, you know, action when there are tournaments. And, of course, with a background in tennis, you know, I've shot a lot of prose portraits in my life. Okay, because we have a lot of different, you know, angles we can take this on. Let's go back just a bit, probably more than a bit, but... You know, how did you get into WordPress? Because obviously that over time led up to WooCommerce when you were looking at this, uh, you know, the need and you wanted to start selling something. But when what's your um, original WordPress story? My original WordPress story is 
kind of boring. I was in a marketing group and people were using WordPress and I had not yet learned to design for it. Uh, I had learned uh, to build real sites with you know, regular HTML and CSS. I started learning to code at the tender age of 47. So I turned 50 and that was also weird because I had always looked forward to turning 40, but then I wasn't counting on my 40s ending. But the more interesting story is not so much how I got into WordPress. It was my first exposure to WooCommerce, which was in 2012. And I had a client who, in this day and age of the Karen, nobody wants to hear about the lousy client. And I'll preface this by saying, I'm an atheist, agnostic, sort of new ager, you know, culturally Jewish. And I have this client who says she's channeling an archangel. And so for comedy purposes, I'm going to say it's the archangel who was the bad client. <laughs> you know, I'd be reading these transcripts of this and that, and I'd be like, well, this is nice, Archangel Mike, M Michael. But let me tell you something. On this planet, we have these things called commas when we write, and I suggest you use them. <laughs> so anyway... That my first exposure to WooCommerce was setting it up with a booking solution. I don't remember now if it was um, which booking solution it was. I don't think it was. In fact, I'm forgetting the names. Um, but basically, she was selling appointments, and that actually worked pretty well. And I, you know, learned to design it. And uh, I'm a Genesis person. Um, I've been involved with Genesis. I bought the Pro Pack in 2011. So I was very, and WooCommerce, as you know, takes a similar approach to the to the gridding that Genesis does. Mm -hmm. So that was not all that hard. And then my next adventure with WooCommerce, uh, there's a guy here in St. Louis who's the exclusive servicer of Prince brand stringing machines. And there are tests, and this this is a company called Tennis Machines, and I'm I mean they've moved on to, I believe, Aveda or some theme like that. I think it's the X theme or something. But I had the site for a couple of years, and you know they had some things they were selling, you know that they had inventory for, so. I set it up there and got them going with WooCommerce. So when I started reading <clears throat> Chris Lemma's blog and he, at a period where he was starting to talk about Printify and Printful and some other things, and you know he's always setting up a merch store for something. You know, maybe he has a little less time now that he's in the middle of a big house move. I've learned a lot over the years just from like watching his videos and going to his talks. And so when I see him, I try to make a big point of asking him about something that's actually of interest to him, you know, where I'm not getting a piece of him for free. So that's it. And uh, if I have a challenge with WooCommerce itself, it's figuring out which, despite the Genesis uh, plugin, 
but does a lot of it. And I suspect if I would read through the documentation a little bit more, I'd probably have an easier time of it. But figuring out what styles and templates really to turn on and turn off so that I'm not constantly going between hundreds of things to target that are sometimes redundant. Mm -hmm. But there was never any question of my doing anything else. And sometimes when I go on these merchandise sites and they have a Shopify integration or you know some other, it's like, no, I'm going to do the WooCommerce thing. It's, it's a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And especially now, not that I've really investigated them, but now that there are some some of the plugins that I can experiment without committing to 70 or 80 dollars a year for each one. I think that's going to be a good way to get my feet wetter. Yeah, exactly. So you're kind of at this point where you you've started and we didn't really talk about your racketpress.com which is your tennis site and that's where you're selling mm-hmm. stuff. And when we talked you said that you were looking to get into WooCommerce, maybe even more in a sense. Now, yeah. What did you mean by that? Is it like, are you thinking of doing more WooCommerce projects for people? Or are you thinking of you really want to wrap your brain around it and get the most out of it for your own use or a bit of both? I think a bit of both. You know, if I could ever learn to focus. Give yourself three more years because I think I maybe finally did. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think you're close. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll see if I can make something of the uh, merchandise, see if, see if I can find something that actually sells. I think that one of the difficulties at this stage in life is that there's an aesthetic in the art and merchandise world that is just perhaps not where I am. So either people who like the same things I like will eventually find their way to me or I'll broaden it or else I will do it just as a way of making art and spend more of my time that I spend interacting with the world, just giving back to core and taking on the occasional paid project. Um, I may start booking some project work again in the first half of 21, still making that decision. Mm-hmm. Now on racketpress.com, you're using Woo. Is it primarily the products you're selling on there? Are you So you're printing your own artwork on it and using a service like Printify. That's the concept. Yes. So you're not reselling, you're, you're taking kind of a blank slate and putting stuff on. So you obviously didn't, you know, want to become a seamstress or run a factory of people putting all this, this stuff together. Right. Are you pretty much set on selling your products and, you know, selling these products using your artwork and the prints on it versus ever looking for any other products out there you might resell? Um. I was watching some videos yesterday about a product in the dropship world, the whole Alibaba thing. And that doesn't really appeal because that seems hard, even with nothing coming through here. And also the the whole point of it for me is to 
sell things with, I mean, at first the point was to sell tennis related things. And then it was to broaden out into things that come from my landscape photography or things that come from other explorations in pattern design. That's, it's really about the art of it. Yeah. You're not. And I, I know some people that have gotten into drop shipping and some of them, you know, I mean, their model was pretty much, they were stuck with it, but I heard of a lot of challenges and, you know, you yeah. think, yeah, you don't have inventory. You don't have shipping yourself. There's a lot of, I guess, benefits to it, but there's a mm-hmm. lot of other logistics that are thrown into it that can be challenging. This episode is brought to you by Mode Effect, an e-commerce agency specializing in WooCommerce. Cody and the team at Mode Effect not only provide design and development of WooCommerce sites, but they are your partner to help you with site optimization and speed. We all know the importance of a fast-loading shop. Whether it's your customers who will likely leave a slow-loading site or your customer service reps spending too much time on admin pages loading slow. At Modeffect, they help e-commerce stores get where they need to be by optimizing for speed and increased profits. So if you are tired of losing money and time, I would recommend you visit Modeffect.com and have the professionals there get you the high profits and increased speed that you and your WooCommerce site deserves. That's Modeffect, M-O-D-E-E-F-F-E-C-T dot com. Now let's head on back to the show. Now previously you had talked a little bit about core, your working core, what I'd like to get is a little bit more specific and exactly what you do in core. Basically, I'm the copy editor. Um, occasionally, I'll you know get involved with things around tickets and the code, and I will get on a ticket and discuss some of the writing that goes on in the software in the form of like error messages. I was involved in a long discussion and negotiation about uh, how we tell people to upgrade their version of PHP uh, periods of like 20 minutes at a time over six months. So that's me. Yay. (laughs) Uh, It started right after the release of 5.0. If you ever want to get involved in any part of WordPress, but particularly core, All you need to do is download Slack and leave it open. Just leave it running and, you know, listen for the knock-knock noise and follow the discussions and find a place where you fit in. Mm -hmm. And so starting with 5.2, you know, for releasing the betas and stuff, you know, I started very tentatively having suggestions about, the release post, just little places where I could take out a word or here or there, fix a verb. Don't get me started on verbs. How about a uh, copy around WooCommerce? Microcopy in WooCommerce, my first exposure, you know, and it's saying things like, it seems that your cart is empty or, you know, there was an error when you were attempting to uh, various things. And I'm going, no, which was probably one of the best things that ever happened for my PHP because I had 
He's reading through all the WooCommerce files. Okay, where the hell is this? You know, and no, we're not going to say it that way. You know, I, because I, you know, I started life as an art director in an ad agency. Hmm. That was what I wanted to be when I was in school. Well, first I wanted to be a lawyer, then I wanted to be a sportscaster, but I wound up actually changing schools and learning design so that I would be an art director. And I could already write and I can never be just one thing. Well, I could, but then I get bored and start making trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm really better doing many things. And and my other cardinal rule, and it leads to a lot of these other copy rules, is you don't talk down to people. You walk in their shoes. I took an acting seminar once in about 1987, and it was about learning to be in the character. I've never been particularly interested in acting. Frankly, it's hard enough to succeed in anything else. But it's definitely, you got to be the person that you're writing to. If you look at the great direct marketing writers, the Gary Halberts and the John Carltons of the world, that's what they'll tell you, is you've got to know what somebody's feeling, what they're afraid of, what they want. You're never going to motivate anybody to do anything or to give you money by being the hero or someone who knows more than they do. I think that my, you know, and probably even before then, even before I got into WordPress, having my own marketing company, but during those seven years of Mm -hmm. teaching beginners, WordPress, I mean, I spent a lot of, that was, that was kind of my, gig for many years and that was it you know i i would sit there and yeah you know i can remember what you're going through i i would always yeah it's an empathy you know we talk about it all the time but it is it's just mm-hmm. understanding hey we've been there i've been there i get it yeah i i have the patience here now to help you through it it doesn't mean you're ignorant or stupid because you know Mm-mm. you're having troubles wrapping your brain around it you got to put yourself in their shoes This episode is brought to you by Recapture Abandoned Cart Recovery and Email Marketing for WooCommerce. Anyone who runs a Woo shop knows how frustrating abandoned carts are. And getting them back with Recapture is easy and setup takes less than 5 minutes. With their ready to use emails, you can take them out of the box and start working for you right away. You'll save time having to start from scratch. Abandoned cart emails are managed for you automatically as the email service runs outside of your store, ensuring the best delivery to your customers. Their easy-to-read analytics reports will help you to monitor your cart recovery. And what's really cool is that you can watch what is happening live on your store with Recapture's live cart feed. The plugin is highly optimized, so you don't have to worry about it slowing down your site. And their guarantee of email delivery traffic increase loads and support make it a valuable investment compared to all those free plugins out there. From what I hear, if you sign up, you'll be joining thousands of merchants who have already recovered over $115 million. Make sure and check them out. And as a listener, get 60 days free with Recapture. Just go to recapture.io forward slash do the woo dash special. And now back to our conversation. 
one of the things I wanted to talk just a little bit, kind of putting WooCommerce, and this is maybe an odd way of pulling in what you do with Core, with WooCommerce, but as you get into WooCommerce and you get into uh, all the different elements that you want to bring with WooCommerce, whether it's Printify, it's these other extensions and stuff, I, I kind of am guessing overall you're seeing because of what you do with the documentation in core that the documentation in tech, do you feel like it still overall has a long ways to go, especially in this, the WordPress space, as far as when you're reading about this, okay, you land on something and they're talking about WooCommerce, whether it's WooCommerce or it's somebody else talking about it, putting some kind of documentation or Printify, you know, when they put their documentation is, is it more to the point where people are, understanding that you need to make it easy. You need to make it simple. You need to make it concise. You know, all the things you're working on with core documentation now. Well, what I've noticed is the prevalence of video. And I think that's a great start. Uh, It doesn't work for me because I don't often have the patience to watch a five minute video to find an answer that if I were looking through an article, I can probably read the article in, you know, a fifth of the time it's going to take to watch the video. And that's true about the video. I mean, I'm the same way. I, I, I'm, yeah. I, I'd rather read. I always prefer, I mean, it's just, it's just maybe just what I've always done. And you think that's helping clarify it and make it, especially for people that are, you know, yeah, people that are just getting into the different mm-hmm pieces of technology and that um, video is accomplishing that? Well, I do see it. One one of the things that I'm, I've been getting into sort of a, as a support to this is I've been getting into 3D. And of course, because I am a good Word, WordPress community member, not that I have yet to spend any money with Jonathan, but I'm learning Blender, which is an open source product, and the leader of one of the huge Blender communities is Jonathan Williamson, Pippin's twin brother. Mm-hmm. I remember years ago, as we're getting ready for a WordCamp here in St. Louis, and my husband was going to volunteer, and I said, oh, I need to warn you about something. There's two Pippins. So if you see Pippin in the hallway and Pippin in the hallway, no, you're not going crazy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, well, while I have not yet joined Jonathan's membership site, uh, knowing that that was what Jonathan did certainly let, led me to Blender. And I do, and the point I, I make in that, telling you that is, I really do find video helpful with Blender. And since I'm now riding an exercise bike in the basement, and just yesterday I learned how to put my phone videos on the big screen, uh, I'm going to be doing a lot more Blender video watching as I get a little bit better into shape. Yeah, there's certain times when video has actually worked for me better, and especially if I'm putting trying to put something together, I've you know yeah. struggled with stuff, and I end up going on YouTube and somebody's there showing me how to do it. Mm-hmm. So it uh, certainly saves me a ton of time. In a lot of cases, video does. So what I want to do to close this out is just get your words of advice. You know, you're at a certain time using 
WooCommerce, uh, you've experienced it, somebody came up to you and wanted to use it, what would be your words of wisdom to them? If you're not going to use one of the WooCommerce themes like Storefront, it probably is to use a Genesis theme with the Genesis WooCommerce plugin. Because I think that simplifies a lot of the uh, templating. Or as I would say to a normal, you know, a person who's not, you know, elbows deep in CSS and PHP most days, the layout and the gridding. And I will also be really excited when you can make a product in WooCommerce with the block editor, the same way you can do a page or a post. And I'm not sure that's there yet. And I don't know whether it's on the roadmap even. Because I think most of the ways WooCommerce uses blocks are about taking the product you've built in essentially the classic editor. And I understand why with all the, the database things you have to add, I understand why, which is also a great thing about Printful and Printify is they do that for you. That whole data entry thing is just, you know, handled. Instead of on your own, you have to figure out, well, is this a variable product? Is it a, you know, does it have sizes? Does it have colors? And so if you do print on demand, that's all taken care of because they know what the sizes and colors are. Exactly. Well, I actually, I think that, uh, yeah, I think, that's the direction WooCommerce is going. So, so um, yeah, we'll see what, what happens there. Well, this has been cool. It's been great being able to chat with you. I don't think we've really had much time to chat even when we're at WordCamps together. No, I don't think so. We're, we're always busy with our groups. Well, we'll have to, next time we're able to do one, we'll have to actually find the time where can people connect with you? Where's the best place for people to connect with you on the web? Twitter. I live on Twitter. So what is your Twitter handle? Mary Baum, M-A-R-Y-B-A-U-M. Okay, great. Cool. Well, everyone, that is it. I think we um, wrapped it up. You Fortunately, you don't have to have me just as the only co-host for upcoming shows. My co-hosts will return as long as they don't think it's an extended vacation. But um, before we go, I'd just like to thank our sponsors one more time. Recapture, an email marketing and a card abandonment uh, service. Great. If you're trying to get those card abandonment down, WooCommerce.com. Of course, you know who WooCommerce.com is because we talk about it all the time. And Mode Effect, check them out. Great for getting your WooCommerce site optimized. And of course, you can subscribe to the podcast and do all that good stuff. Keep on top of things with Woo News on my site. Again, thank you so much for coming on the show, Mary. My great pleasure. This has been great fun. And I can't, I tell you, I've been excited for like three weeks. It's, you know, I've been thinking, oh, I'm going to be on Bob's show. That is a record, let me tell you. (laughs) Thanks and have a great day. You too.